Welcome to Capital Link's trending news podcast series. In this podcast series, we discuss with company management on recent news and, uh, and announcements they have made. We have with us today uh, Mr. Aristides Peters, Chairman and CEO of the NASDAQ listed Euroseas under the symbol ESEA. Uh, Euroseas is uh, an owner and operator of container vessels and provider of seaborne transportation for containerized cargoes. I'm Nicolas Bornolis of CapitalLink, and uh, CapitalLink is the Investor Relations Advisor to Euroseas. Uh, Aristides, welcome. Uh, I would like to uh, ask you, uh, with the occasion of the recent announcement, you placed uh, a new order uh, for the construction of two uh, feeder uh, container vessels of 2,800 TEUs each uh, at the South Korean shipyard. This brings the total new build uh, order book for you to four. So we see that uh, Eurocis has embarked on uh, quite an aggressive uh, fleet renewal and expansion. Can you please guide us through uh, the rationale and strategy for this? Thank you, Nicholas, uh, for having me here again. Uh... Indeed, uh, we have uh, decided to put an additional order uh, for two vessels at the same yard. Uh, they are sister ships to the vessels that we ordered just a few months ago. So now we have uh, four sister ships. Uh, I wish to remind our audience that uh, in the beginning of 2020, we sold uh, our five elder ships of an average age of about 25 years old for scrap. So this is really uh, uh, an exchange for, for those ships. Uh, we have been very fortunate to be able to charter the remaining of our fleet at very good levels uh, for durations between two to four years. So the remainder of our ships, which are also not too young, uh, have been fixed and will be providing record earnings over the next two, three years. Uh, but uh, these record earnings is uh, additional cash flow which uh, we will be using to buy more ships and we have uh, put these orders uh, on now. So uh, we will be growing more uh, with uh, more modern ships today when uh, it's become more and more important to build uh, more eco ships. These four vessels uh, consume 30% less fuel than the similar sized vessels that we had uh, in the past. I would like to come back to this, uh, to, the, to the advantage of the new designs of, of ships. But before we go to that, let me ask you, you mentioned in your announcement recently that uh, this quartet of new buildings of 2,800 TUs each allows Euroseas to build a stronger presence in the large feeder container ship uh, segment. So why are you focusing more on these uh, larger vessels? Is that a change of strategy? Well, well uh, not a significant uh, change of strategy. We have uh, moved up from the 1,200 to 3,500 EU ships to, say, 1,700 to 6,000 EU ships because the, the size of the feeder vessels has been gradually increasing as the size of container ships has been growing. 
but uh, we still want to be in the in the feeder sector it's just that the feeder sector has become bigger this is a sector where the which is underbuilt but still very very much uh, uh, a requirement uh, within the fleet it's a much more flexible also size trading to much more many many ports so we we still think it's a, a very nice spot to be in and uh, we will be concentrating uh, our expansion in this area Excuse me, you mentioned that uh, the the size of the feeder vessels is becoming larger so is the 2800 TUs becoming the so to speak workhorse of this particular segment I think it's between the 1700s and the 2800s is becoming the workhorse, uh, but also the Panamax vessels are now becoming feeder vessels. Uh, it's, uh, it, 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 it's also becoming part of the feeder business, I would say. So let's talk about now the, uh, the greenhouse emissions. Uh, we have new regulations coming uh, in uh, as of 2023. What would be the effect of the greenhouse uh, new regulations uh, on your fleet, which consists mostly at this point of older and middle-aged vessels? Uh, can you share with us measures we have taken to improve the environmental foot, put, uh, footprint of your fleet? And what are your plans for continued fleet renewal? Will you order new vessels, more vessels? We, we have to be very careful not to overdo it uh, in uh, overrushing ourselves to, to replace existing vessels with uh, vessels that burn a fuel that does not exist yet. The, the existing fuels will still be used for quite some time yet, but the regulations are being imposed worldwide and especially by the IMO uh, that will make it more expensive to run on elder fuels or, or, or on the existing fuels uh, and uh, more expensive to run uh, on ships that burn a lot of fuel. So we have to uh, run our ships as economically as we can and, and make our ships as economic as we can. And the advantages of uh, vessels that burn even conventional fuels but at lesser uh, lesser quantities will become much more significant and that's why you see that we are still ordering vessels that run on conventional fuels this will be around for the next 15-20 years i am sure we of course will replace those vessels at some point but it's not coming tomorrow uh, and that's why we feel comfortable in ordering conventional type uh, vessels today. They will be around for the next years. They will be needed. We see it, you know, immediately as we try and uh, reduce capacity of ships because of greenhouse emissions. We have bottlenecks and logistical issues which create so big problems that they are insurmountable. So. We will need these ships, but we have to make them as economical as we can. So we are installing in the new ships that we are building, for example, AMP devices, devices that will allow the vessels when they are in port not to consume fuel oil, but to take electricity from a shore. 
uh, we are trying to put uh, paints uh, that are reducing friction on the vessels so that we consume less. There are all sorts of measures being taken to be as uh, uh, optimal as we can in the fuel consumption, accepting the fact that we will still be running with conventional fuels, uh, which will be as clean as possible, though, uh, in, the, in the next decade or so. So we will make our, our ships as economical as we can, following the IMO rules and following the new technology that is developed. But be sure, Nicholas, we will be using these conventional fuels for the next 10, 15 years at least. Well, as you described, uh, these new vessels, we have the capacity, the capability rather, to uh, consume less, 30% uh, less, and uh, you are installing all the other devices to allow you to use electricity and so on uh, while in port. So you do have a clear path in terms of uh, reducing the environmental footprint of, of the fleet. Uh, 2023 is coming soon. We have EXI and, and other uh, measures kicking in. Uh, I'm, you know, can you tell us uh, your fleet is prepared for that? We, we are as prepared uh, as we can be. We, of course, uh, do take all the necessary measures to do that. Uh, we all know that the main impact of these new regulations will be that vessels will be uh, going more slowly. This is the, the only real solution in addition with all the additional measures that might be required from some older ships uh, to, in, to, in addition to running slower, uh, affect some uh, cleaning of the vessels, uh, maybe modifications on propellers, on bulbous bows. We will see what is needed. Everything that is needed in order to continue running the vessels uh, will be done. And I assume that the slow steaming will have an impact on uh, fleet supply because you will have uh, fewer ships available. Uh, so that would be a positive impact in terms of uh, keeping a tight balance between supply and demand. This is one of the reasons why I think the industry expects that we will uh, maintain very high charter rates uh, over the next few years. The fact that the environmental regulations will push towards slower speeds. So last question, how do you plan to fund this uh, fleet renewal and the potential growth? Uh, you, you are in a period that you are generating strong cash flow as we have uh, disclosed. So how do you plan to use this cash flow in relation to your uh, fleet renewal and expansion? As, as I said, Nicholas, in the beginning, uh, we have secured sec extremely strong charters uh, on uh, practically all the ships that, uh, that we currently own. Uh, this cash flow is going to be used mostly for fleet renewal, uh, renewal of, with vessels that are as economically as currently possible with the existing technology. Uh, and this is uh, our prime scope to build up a bigger fleet, uh, renew the fleet uh, with uh, as green as possible vessels today. So this is a strategy, very simple uh, strategy within, within Eurosys. Well, thank you very much for being with us, Aristides, and for uh, 
sharing your insight in this. Uh, if you would like more information on Euroseeds, please go to the company's website at www.euroseeds.gr. So thank you very much. Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you for having me again. Thank you.